Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Pop quiz! What is more important, the match or the build? Answers below. In a dream world, you want to smash both, of course. But even if you do screw up the lead-in but succeed in the fight, usually the audience is more forgiving. There is so much wrestling on TV, you're always going to get some howlers too, and therefore I am Simon from What Culture. Please hit the subscribe button. And this is the 10 best wrestling matches with the worst builds. Yes, that's most definitely hyperbole. Number 10, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series 2018. So first and foremost, how the flub is this so old? I felt like I watched it yesterday. Back then though, WWE were obsessed with Raw versus SmackDown when it came to the November pay-per-view. Just because. Yep, that was the sell here. And it got so out of control in 2017, because Brock decided he didn't want to wrestle Jinder Mahal who at the time was the other world champion. We just switched the belt to AJ Styles. Talk about doing things the wrong way around. The reason we raise this though is because 12 months later, something smacked WWE right in the face. Both Lesnar and Styles were the champions again. Whoops. Realizing they couldn't just do the same match twice, from nowhere Daniel Bryan won the belt, which was also confusing, because now it meant we had a heel versus heel contest. It's almost like this wasn't thought through. If it was anyone else, we'd be on the floor, but look at who was involved here. I assume Brian put this together too, because the end result was absolutely brilliant. Brock murdered the guy to start because of their size difference when Daniel hit Lesnar right in the balls to turn the tide. And because Brock doesn't mind getting thumped as hard as possible, Brian did exactly that. And all of a sudden, it started to feel like he was going to do it. I mean, this really is masterful. The near falls are totally believable too, and while it turned Brian into a good guy for the duration, who cares? you've not seen this, you must change it today. Just don't bother with the nonsense beforehand. Number nine, Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay all in 2023. Right, so the deal with this is simple. AEW wanted a major match for Will Ospreay in London because Will Ospreay is English. Anyone working Chris Jericho for the first time ticks this box because Jericho is a major star. So now how do we get there? Well, we just sort of did it. Chris did admit he needed help after some big losses, so rekindled his friendship with Don Callis. Although just when it looked like they would become a new team, Callus was caught with a painting of Jericho having his head cut off. That's not even a joke. Why Don would do this before getting a proper answer, I do not know. Because if you didn't believe it was possible, you're just wasting your time. When the Osprey then flew in from Japan to stand by Callus's side, which was also strange, because William was always going to be the babyface at Wembley Stadium whereas Don was a mega heel. It ultimately doesn't matter because it's such a good match, and seeing Osprey get arguably the biggest victory of his career will be something we all remember for a while. Number 8, MGF versus Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guerrero at Double or Nothing 2023. So I saw this match live, and yeah, it was one of the best four ways I've ever seen. They all smashed it. The build divide people to say the least, however, given it was all situated around the idea that these were the pillars of AEW. There was a debate as to whether the accolade had been earned or simply done. 
Because why not? Sammy and Jack Perry had the finger pointed at them for such things, which doubled when Guevara and Maxwell were friends for a while, even though it was clear they hated each other. Now, once again, I actually found this quite amusing, but hey, I'm an idiot. Clearly, Tony Khan had just decided he wanted to see this, so however we get there is how we get there. You can't say he was wrong. They got to the pay-per-view and went 28 minutes it was just an absolute roller coaster. Given that it feels like AEW wants to embrace a more match-focused approach, you can likely give it a pass in hindsight too. It was literally there because it's something we can do. Number seven, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Luke Harper and Eric Rowan at Hell in a Cell 2019. I mean, listen to who is in it. This was just WWE pulling names out of a hat. It also summed up 2019 because I'm not sure anybody knew what the overall plan was. And I can't even really explain this. I think Brian was angry with Eric Rowan for attacking Roman, even though they were friends. So Luke Harper returned because we needed a guy and he made sense or something. So annoying too, as Harper rocked in this, but we still did nothing after the fact. Maybe they all knew this because man, they got in there and smashed it. This was great. It's also done under tornado rules, so you get instant chaos. And even though there's not much investment with Rowan and Harper at the start, I tell you, by the end, they are slamming each other onto their opponents, and the fans are going proper nuts. You also get this excellent Roman spear through a table, and it's a joy that isn't talked about enough. Number six, The Rock versus Steve Austin at WrestleMania 17. So hold on a second. I, too, love everything about this match, including the build. But answer me this. Who was The Rock's manager prior to Mania X7? Exactly. Now, I bet you replied The Rock didn't even have a manager, but that is not true. Instead, Vince McMahon had made Deborah stand by the Great One's side because she was Stone Cold Steve Austin's wife. Thankfully, when we got to that all-time sit-down interview, she was just removed from this role because everybody realized Rocky and Austin just had to stare at each other. Lo and behold, it worked. We all know the deal on the night as well because they created magic. The only real asterisk being the ill-judged heel turn at the end. But meh, whatever. 20 years ago, I'm going to worry about it now. I do have to say they kick out of a lot of finishes, though. And to be honest, this is where that trope kind of started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? 
a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Number five, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 38. This was all about what you knew. If you were not up on your backstage information, you watched Raw to see Seth Rollins lose it that he didn't have a WrestleMania match, yell at Vince McMahon about it, who told him why doesn't he act like an adult and just ask for one, which Rollins then celebrated like he was the new champion bizarre. This was all done because Cody Rhodes had been signed, but WWE didn't want to give the game away. But the only reason this would make any sense is if you were already clued in. And sure, nerds like us were, but from a story perspective, it was totally baffling. Also why I love wrestling, we just do stuff. When the American Nightmare revealed himself to be Rollins' opponent too, Seth was super mad. And why? What did he care? He got what he wanted. He's wrestling on the show. You were able to forget about all that in 15 seconds because everything about this was so legendary. Two of the very best of this generation. Number four, FTR vs. The Young Bucks of Full Gear 2020. I do think it's a bit unfair to say the story was poor. Was Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood almost infiltrated the elite to knock Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega from their perch? while flipping off the Young Bucks in the process. What sort of irked some, however, is that to recreate the demand for this match that they had back in 2016, Matt and Nick Jackson sort of healed it up a bit. I suppose it's just not what they needed to do, but with this one, who gives a flub? This match is so good, the tell they tell within it is sublime. I mean, FTR lost because Cash decided a 450 would be a good idea, even though the old school pairing had sworn to stick to their own principles so literally impossible for these two to have a bad match. And that should be the story of the next one. We are awesome. Why don't you go and deal with it? Number three, John Cena versus Brock Lesnar at Extreme Rules 2012. The start of this ruled. Brock Lesnar returning to WWE in 2012 was enough. But when he got into a pull-apart brawl with Cena shortly after and split his lip, it garnered such a good reaction, it became Brock's calling card for ages. Lesnar then did that sit-down interview where he basically said he was going to kill John and make him piss himself. Brock was back. He was the most legit dude ever. Because WWE loves sports entertainment, they then felt Lesnar should be in more segments. So what did we do? A contract signing. What else? To ensure the fans knew Brock was the heel too, he told Johnny Laurinaitis that he had a bunch of demands. Because listen now, I have a bunch of demands. You were meant to think the limelight had gone to his head, but unlike what had come before, nobody bought that nonsense. It's Brock Lesnar. We know the deal. It's why he was repaired with Paul Heyman after this, because the advocate was far better at such things. But go and watch this match. It is frightening at times just because Lesnar ruined Cena for huge parts of it. They definitely forgot what wrestling is meant to be. The amount of blood was almost unheard of in WWE at that time too, and it is amazing that either guy walked away mostly okay absolute war that underlined what Brock was going to do for the next decade. Totally wild. Number two, the 2016 Money in the Bank ladder match. This is indeed the Money in the Bank fight where, to sell it, we had all the entrants climb ladders and yell at each other on Raw. It is absolutely hilarious. Everybody has their allocated time to drop a line as well, so it's a contrived mess, to the point even Dean Ambrose is begging that they just fight done hanging out in the sky as you would be. It was just so strange because the idea of the preamble is to explain to the audience what they're going to see in a few weeks, whereas here, you would have thought the idea of the match was to have a big chat. This was not the same on the night itself because Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens especially tried to kill themselves, 
Some of the damn bumps they took. It was just the wild tonal shift that made this so crazy. You would have thought this was a comedy scrap. Trust me, it is not at all. Number one, Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch at Payback 2023. The short version was Trish felt like Becky Lynch didn't respect the fact she had paved the way. Problem was, throughout her career, Lynch had said how great Stratus was and that we all owed her a debt. I think the pair may have agreed that maybe WWE could have done better with this because when they got to their blow-off match at Payback, my word. It was within the confines of a steel cage, which was even better, and they just lit this place up. It was also a CV ticket for Stratus, who had never done this stipulation before, and I tell you, it is a triumph. One of the better matches of 2023. And if you were going to come to me for advice, I would say we should go and do it again. Not any other great matches that had questionable builds. Make sure you let us know in the comments below before you like the video, share the video. Why the hell not subscribe? You can also head out to whatculture.com to read more articles like this, and you can follow us on social media at WhatCultureWWE and Simmiller316. But make sure you go out and support professional wrestling today, and maybe it will support you. And do I know what that means? No. Did I say that I would? Probably. Huh? Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.